Show. Welcome to Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, the show no one asked for about the show no one asked for. I'm Hannah. And I'm Nina. And in this episode, we're recapping episode five of season two, An Englishman in Paris. As always, you don't have to have enjoyed or even watched Emily in Paris to listen to this podcast. We recap the episode so thoroughly you can keep up with any conversation about Emily in Paris on Twitter at brunch parties, in isolation when you're laying in bed at night, thinking about the show all by yourself. Honestly, there are so many good reasons to listen. We can't even list them all. (laughs) If you enjoy the show, please be sure to leave a review and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy! Well, you look glamorous. You look really good. Thanks. I We're like digging into the snow day. I really love that. I want to do that too, but I spent all morning editing our third podcast, which was which is snow day. Yeah, that's snow day. I mean, I think in order to embrace a snow day, all you have to do is like embrace, like put pajamas on that you're excited about wearing. Yeah. And then, and then like give yourself permission <laughs> to not do anything. I'm making it up as I go. Can you tell? <laughs> yeah. Um, you're like, I know then, exactly what you need to do. <laughs> um, So then you just, and with the flick of a wrist and then there it is. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, well, so after we watched our morning movie, then I continued to leave the projector up and I watched Emily in Paris on the big screen. On the big screen. <laughs> yeah. normally, oh my god. Normally I just watch it on on my laptop. The small screen. Which is small. And it was it was really fun to like That's- just to have it be a morning pajama cozy show. That's awesome. I did something different in the way I watched this episode. What'd you do? I watched it with my mom. <laughs> That's- Which is a surefire way to ruin. I know. I was like, your mom, your mom is hateful. <laughs> My mom just has really good, I would say, I call it good taste. She has great taste. Really, like a fine, she's, yeah. her, her taste is a very fine, yeah. There's a fine line of things that fall within her taste. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say Emily Paris is not one, but it, she was a good sport about it. I invited her. Um, it was very fun. Within, th- I, I wrote down within three minutes after the first couple of scenes which we'll get to she goes is the whole show like this <laughs> which is a classic susan Byrne. It, embedded in it is yeah she says everything she needs to say <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i've i've i feel like i've watched the oscars with your mom several times and it's it's a show in and of itself where like a celebrity you haven't seen in a while will walk up on stage and she'll just cut them down yes yes and it takes nothing. It's like with a glance. It's a, yes. Eviscerated. That's my mother. Anyway, love you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm going to say right now, I love this episode. I felt like we we're back on track with the fun. Mm-hmm. You don't look as convinced. No, I really, I really liked it. I mean, I've just been liking the whole season, honestly. And I feel like they're moving at like such a fast clip. It's like, you can't put your head down for a second. So juicy. So I was watching, as I said, I was watching it in the living room, like on the big screen. Allison was eating her, um, como se dice, uh, breakfast at the <laughs> table and uh, not watching the show at all. And then <laughs> at one point, I just hear her go, that can't be good. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the running. That's like the yeah. that we hear in the back of our head as we watch this whole season with Emily yeah. just digging herself into hole after hole. Well, I think we, we've we got hints of this. You know, we've gotten into this in the last however many episodes, but like she's not very good with honesty. She's really not. We should catch people up. But the point the point I was making is that this season's really showing us that Emily is so many things. She's lovable. She really struggles with honesty. 
which is yeah. an interesting, um, I feel like being honest is such a moral judgment or like being dishonest mm-hmm. is such a, you're, you're either honest or you're not, and you're either moral or you're not moral. And it's yeah. interesting to have your lovable protagonist not be very honest. Like she really struggles with it. Yes. And I, I feel like she would say like, I'm not confrontational. And it's like, well, yes. if you make a lot of mistakes, you have to be. <laughs> Like, or else you become dishonest. Yeah. Like, you don't have to, you can be non confrontational if you don't fuck up. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's fine. Sure. Yeah. What are you going to confront? But it's yeah. like, you've got a lot to confront, and now you're being dishonest. Yeah. All right. We should catch people up. Yeah. It's a very sexy episode. I mm-hmm. found it. I'm wet as a water slide. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I watched the episode with my mom, and I said, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Um, I mean, I am, and I did. But so it starts with Gabrielle like looking at the Chez Lavo menu that is being put out in front of the restaurant. Do you, what does Chez Lavo mean? I don't know. Okay. I think it's his, Antoine's last name, but I don't oh, know what Lavo. I, th- I thought you would know because because of French? all my French. Yes. But... No, Lavo. It could be a. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, cool. Um. Yeah, where it's where she lives. Emily takes a photo with Gabrielle at the new menu for social media because look what's on the menu. That's I think her cash. That's pretty cute because it's opening. They're figuring out the opening. Savoir is hired to handle because they hi- they work with all of Antoine's accounts. Yes, so it's only fitting that they would help with Antoine's restaurant. Antoine's West Want. <laughs> <laughs> Antoine's West Want. It is really. My sister was. My sister and I were talking about television, and she's like, you know, the whole thing with television shows is that you have to figure out ways to get people in the same room. Like people have, yeah. like the reason friends works is because they all live next to each other and they have a coffee shop. The reason Will and Grace works is because they have to like, Will has to live with Grace, et cetera, whatever. Or Grace has to live with Will. Point is, I think they do a really good job in this show of figuring out how to pull in. I mean, it's the same thing every time. It's just savoir, but, but it's like it very seem somewhat seamlessly. Yeah. Great. Now Gabrielle and Emily are going to have to work together and well, they're going to work with me. Yes. What I wrote down is, I guess, who doesn't need marketing? This is why you should be in marketing. I should be marketing. <laughs> you should be in marketing because that just, you just sold me. I'm like, I need you to do my marketing. I'll do it. Um, I'll do it. They really do. They're, they're like, everyone needs to be selling their brand. Antoine is like, you know, you're going to help your man. And she's like, he's not my man. Like, stop. But it's like, everyone fucking knows. No one's lying but Emily. So what happened? So then we get Sylvia and Emily. And Sylvie's like, we're doing the thing for this. We're, you know, we're doing the thing for the this jewelry company. And we meet this beautiful woman whose company it is. What's the company called? I don't know. I didn't know if it was a real company. They're basically like Pandora. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they reminded Pandora. me of. French Pandora. Yeah, they but were they're like Pandora. diamonds and hearts. And Emily's like, oh my God, I love these people. Of course she does. And they're and the woman's like, okay, and you figure out the music. And Luke and Julian are like, you're supposed to figure out the music. You're supposed to figure out the music. And he's like, I'll make a playlist. It'll be so easy. But you know what would be more fun? Live music. And I wrote the same thing as you were just suggesting. Just as Gabrielle is food guy, Mindy yeah. is? Music girl. <laughs> Singing girl. Singing girl. Cue music. <laughs> Cue Mindy. Cue Mindy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so Luke's like, okay, this is your, now this is on you. We see Mindy busking. She is crushing it. Everybody loves it. Again, the show sort of just leans into a musical moment and we basically get a full song. Yeah. <laughs> the same song we've already heard her sing. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, Julianne is there as well. Mm-hmm. And he's like, who's that hot guitarist? And Emily's like, I don't know, maybe I'll introduce you. Mm-hmm. 
And so we get a little bit of like that, but we also note that the guitarist looks at Mindy like, you find sexy thing. Mm-hmm. So I wrote down by question mark. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen and folks, it's not going to be that nuanced, <laughs> but that's, we're not there yet. <laughs> we're not there yet. We're not there yet. It is fine. It's fine. And we get a Darren Star pun. We get uh, Julian saying, I have a heart on. Oh, yeah. Because the jewelry that they're promoting is all heart jewelry. Yeah. And he has a heart on. <laughs> For the guitar player, a heart on. Awesome. Okay, now <laughs> here's where go. things get interesting. That French class that Emily signed up for. What is a French class without an assignment where you have to get to know your partner? What is <laughs> what is a class with a hot what is a class with a hot classmate if yeah. not a place for you to be assigned to get the task to of getting to know them better? So the she, number of people I've dated because <laughs> I had to interview them. For a class Ooh, project. I'll be yeah. <laughs> she I can't so get comfortable. <laughs> I know I can see. For those of you just listening, Hannah's adjusted her positioning like nine times. I'm not well. I'm not well. <laughs> it's, that which that accent brings us to Alfie. So as we know, Emily's Emily's partner is Alfie. He's you know not sold on this whole French class thing. He's just taking it because it was a he has to for work. He's a banker, and he says his banking has to do with Brexit. Which I wrote down. Oh, okay, God. we're getting political. Because- oh my God, I hated this. Well, because they have so deliberately not touched politics at all or the real world at all. And the fact yeah. that they mentioned Brexit, I was like, I feel like they just unlocked the multiverse. It's too much. Yeah, agreed. It broke down. It broke something for me. Yeah. Especially because uh, because she goes, I don't even like I've never really understood the meaning of Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> Which just it doesn't endear me to her uh-uh. to know that she's in France. Uh-huh. And she hasn't, and Brexit has existed this whole time. Uh-huh. I wasn't mad at her for not talking about Brexit until the moment that he brings it up. Now it's part of the world, and she doesn't understand the meaning. And he goes, "Well, it's a combination of Britain exit." And she was like, "Yeah, I get that." And then I can't remember. Somebody says Megxit, and she and he, someone's like, "I can't remember how does it go." Someone says Megxit, and he's like, "Everyone understands that." And I looked at my mom and I said, "I have no idea what that means." And she was like, "Like Meghan Markle." Meghan I was Markle, like, "Oh, yeah." I feel very good about myself that I know what Brexit is and I (laughs) don't know what Brexit is. And I feel good about myself that I know what both are. (laughs) Yes. And that's why we need you on the show. It was a very weird kind of world um, breaking moment. I would say, I would say it was like, it it bothered me in a level where I was just like, ah, not what we wanted. No. That said, we are apologists slash fans of this show, so I'm sure there's a good reason it was included, and we just have yet to find out. Mm-hmm. Shame on us for thinking we know more than the than the show. Yeah. Okay. And Alfie doesn't want to hang out. She has. To, she's like, let's go get coffee right now. And Alfie is like, I don't want to. I can. And also, I get your whole basic bitch thing. I don't like you. Blah, like blah, blah, ice, blah. You're an ice latte girl. You're da da da. You're a Gemini, right? And then she's like, no. And he's like, well, I almost got you. And she's like, no, you didn't. And then you know what he calls her? Cooper. And I wrote down when a straight man calls you by your last name, that means you're going to have sex with him down the line. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It really does. It's it true. Really if, he, does. if he calls you by your last name or calls you kid. As, yeah. As he walks away, as he like slashes yeah. away, he's like, all right. See you later, rehack. <laughs> ah! 
Hang in there, kid. If he's diminutive about you, if he's he kind of <laughs> condescends to you just a little bit. That <laughs> is good. Yeah. That that works in your favor, ladies. <laughs> I actually have a question for the masses and I have a question for you, Nina. I can't believe, I can't remember if I brought this up for you with you already. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about men mm-hmm. calling? I'll just lay it out on the table. I have a crush on someone and they called me dude. He called me dude. And I was like, it's over. I was like, it's done. Line drawn in the sand. Well, this is, I feel like this is a little bit of a trap because last episode you kind of told me that I need to just be a friend in certain moments instead of being like, well, blah, blah, blah. So I'm just going to say, I want you to be honest with you. No, I want, I always, well, which one is it? Okay. (laughs) You have to understand the difference. Isn't it honest? Isn't it honest? To be like, you deserve... I can't believe we're back here. <laughs> <laughs> I we're not going back there. We okay. resolved it so beautifully. We did, I'm we just... Did, we did, we did. <laughs> we okay, I confused. think... I it's, think... I don't like... I don't like that he's calling you dude. I think he's like bro-ify, friend-ifying you. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. You could tell me that. Yeah, but I that also... But also, him. I'm pretty sure that... I, I'm also like Gen Z. Yeah, I'm also like I'm also like I don't know what kids these days do. And, he's 17 and, yes. in France. <laughs> no, he, he's he, you know I don't know how the breakdown of the gender binary is affecting dude. Kind of. That's I think that's what. Well, if that's not what you're getting at, that is how I feel. Where I'm just like I know what it meant. I know, I know that it was a friend zoning tactic seven years ago. But maybe he has to friend zone you because your pull is too powerful. Oh my god, that's gorgeous. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I've never been called magnetic, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's no, okay. I'll just I'll just say it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. No, I'm actually yeah. very disgusted that what I should say is like I should be like, haha, yeah, I love to fuck my dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should just say I'm not your dude. Oh my god! I think you should say I'm way too much of a hot woman to be your dude. Hot, hot woman. Hot, hot, hot. Okay, that's another. That has nothing to do. That's it's nothing to do with this, except that he he sort he doesn't brofy her. He does call her by her last name. That means yeah. he wants to have sex with her. Yes. So then we get Gabrielle and Emily at the office. Gabrielle looks incredible. Always, I think he looks yeah. so hot. My mom goes, "Oh, Hugh Grant hair. Good choice." <laughs> So she has a different take than I had because I didn't like the haircut. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, I'm here for the presentation. He looks so cute. He's like, I'm kind of nervous about it. Right? Yeah. He says, I'm kind of nervous. Uh, he's not, you know, he's, it's a big deal for him. And the presentation goes really well. Gabrielle's like really excited. He's a little distracted because he just like loves watching Emily because he's so obsessed with her. It, this is where it got really sexy to me. Yeah. He just like can't take his eyes off her. He's like, I'm so glad I get to see you work. Uh and she's like, oh, part of the marketing plan is that we're going to do behind the scenes footage. And so I'm going to need to spend a little bit of time with you in the kitchen, Gabrielle. Yeah. And he's like, I'm f- literally free whenever you want, whatever yeah. you want to do, whenever you want to do it. I'm there. Yeah. Um, leave the office. Oh. And guess, and, and Ju- Julianne's trying to help, which is yeah. a, a turn. Julianne's like, take the ba- back staircase to Emily. And she's like, yeah. why? And then they walk in and... Camille is there with her parents and I Ugh. I really liked seeing with her parents I was like this feels yeah. honest to me they're like Gabrielle it's so good to see you oh so you're like you're visiting from Normandy it's so it's like, clear oh, that God, the parents why? haven't been caught up um and and it's just a bad situation because Camille is like you know still not still really angry at Emily and now Emily's like still clearly 
so involved with yeah. Gabrielle. And Camille looks really pained, which I yeah. also appreciated. Like the pain yeah. of like having your parents. Yeah. Anyway, I just appreciated it. I thought her outfit was so um, counter to her sadness. I, it was like kind of funny to remember. see someone so chic be so sad. She was wearing like an off kilter beret. Like yeah, she was, like, I saw that. Amazing. That's all I remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I've never looked my best as when I was my saddest. But not chic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never chic. Then we get... Uh, do we actually get the presentation? No, I think we get... Oh, yeah. What? We we maybe do, but what I, what I wrote down... May, maybe, but it felt not... We do. Okay. I, it's actually important. Okay, <laughs> so then so then we get the... So then we get the presentation, um, and uh, Luke is running it, and... Camille's mom is like, why isn't Emily on this? And Camille basically leads into telling them, like, there's something else I didn't tell you. And then they're leaving the office. They're leaving. She's leaving with her parents. And it's very sweet. Her dad's like, you're going to be fine. There are better things out there. Plenty of fish in the sea. Her mom turns to her and stops and is like, are you still in love with him? And she's like, I hate to say it, but I think I am. And her mom's like, okay, I'm going to tell you exactly what you have, what, you, what to do. You have to do exactly as I say. It's very cool. And it, we don't know. We, we were left in the dark yeah. on that. Yeah, which was cool. Then we get Alfie and Emily at the least Parisian place in Paris. The American diner. An American diner. Like an American-themed diner. And then we get a very rom-com setup, you know? It's, it's, one, if one believes in love, one doesn't. Paris, is, he's arguing that Paris is built on a fantasy. Romance is a sham. She's saying, what's the harm in that? And she gets to show him around. And... Sh- and, and <laughs> And I have so much all to say. for the all for the sake of this assignment for their optional language class <laughs> <laughs> that she takes very seriously. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's really funny because I get it in the in the world of the show. It's pretty smart in that he's he's opposite of Gabrielle. Gabrielle is like a romantic. Mm-hmm. He he's he's from France. He I guess it was like a little skeptical of like Paris. He loves Normandy, but whatever. He's, he's, very, he's sensual. He was in that dynamic. Yes. Emily was on who was like no no no, and she's the one being like I can't you know, being a fantasy and this, she's put in the position of having to like convince Alfie that romance is real. So that's fun. But I did write down, Oh boy, is there nothing I love more than when a man tells me that what I love is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I was so like, I'm so I'm tired of that trope because I'm like, it's actually so it was, I'm actually being facetious because <laughs> that wasn't <laughs> evident. Like it's so, I loved that when I was like 17. Like yeah, nothing yeah. made me feel hotter than a guy being like, <laughs> I'm different. And I'm like, oh my God, he likes me. And yeah. now obviously I'm more evolved and I'm like, no, that's so unattractive. But it is like, like it is negging. It is being it like, is, it's what negging. you it's care so about gross. is so stupid. So so now that I've beat you down, you're going to be shocked and in awe when I show you yeah, any nice. affection. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really it's gross. a little outdated. I didn't like it. It's it's a shame because it's something the show is working on of like living outside of those tropes. But like Alfie's really attractive. I think the actor's really great. Like I'm I'm very charmed by him in like some mm-hmm. basic ways, but I was mm-hmm. like, that's such a bummer. He's also like giving her a hard time for being at a marketing agency. And I'm like, he works for a I bank. Know. I know he's a banker. He's like he's like <laughs> sellout. <laughs> it's- it's there is so a vibe. Funny. I'm like, I'm like, oh, maybe he's in like the art of banking. 
He does pro bono banking? Yes. <laughs> he works at the smallest little bank. Uh, you know, it's the cutest little bank. Uh, yeah, yeah, George was, Bailey kind of guy. It was weird. It was weird to have him be like, oh, marketing. <laughs> it really doesn't work. He does also say, he says, sorry, love, at one point. Yeah. And I loved that. Yeah. Um, so I, and then I said, he won me over. He said, sorry, love. And I was like, never mind, I forgive you. <laughs> and then, so she, they still haven't gotten to finish the assignment. She tells him to come to the work event on the boat. Because there's nothing that Emily Cooper likes more than bringing romantic interests into work events. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, which I just, oh my God, I would never... I would never. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, mix work and play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Better Nor not. I. I would never. <laughs> yeah, both of us both of have. us are winking at each other. <laughs> but both of us have and both of us are promising not to again. If you right? call an improv team work, then <laughs> <laughs> and I do. <laughs> uh, yeah. So she has to go and take photos of Gabrielle for the behind the scenes. She simply photos. must. And and he's so nervous. He's she so has nervous. To give him wine. <laughs> she she butters him up with some wine. She liquors him right up, and so they end up just getting really drunk together. They're so flirty, and then he goes. She's snapping pics. He's being like really cute and goofy, and then he goes. So did you get everything you want? And then my mom whispers, "Pas encore." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Mom." <laughs> and they. What does that mean? Not, uh, Not yet. Nice, nice. And then they kiss. Then they kiss. They kiss. (laughs) They kiss. But I did write in my notes sex in the restaurant, but they definitely just kiss. Yeah. Such a bummer. Because it's beautiful. (laughs) But but a gorgeous. A threateningly gorgeous woman. Yeah. A love triangle making woman. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, who who is here to interview for the bartender position? And I thought this was very clever because I was like, oh, maybe it's not about Emily versus Kemi anymore. It's about like all hot people versus all hot people. Yeah, I think I had I think I had guessed this in the end of our last season that uh, that Gabrielle was going to be left single mm-hmm. by like things that happen. Yeah, but, but and perhaps not. Like maybe he's left like date around. But it is it is going to be like everybody's not getting exactly what they want, but everyone's getting laid. Yeah. You know, at some point. She's very beautiful. Emily leaves kind of flustered, like, oh, my gosh, what, mm-hmm. you know, what's going to happen? And then we get the most incredible outfit of the season, I think. Remind me. Sylvie's gray pantsuit with mm. bright mm-hmm. pink, yeah, like, shimmery heels. Yeah. Maybe not, yeah, like, the greatest awesome. way. Like, it's definitely not the loudest by any means. But it it's looks like, good. It's so beautiful. It's the one I would wear. It's the one that I'm like, oh, if I could dress in awesome. haute couture, it would be that fit. I also love Mindy's glittery suit. Oh, yeah. That was fun for the diamond yeah. event. Yeah. So Sylvie comes in and she's like, she, I love it. She lays it on the table. She's like, Emily, if you're going to do Paris for one year, fucking do it right. Like, make a mess. Leave Trail of Broken Hearts. It's kind of a different tune. Mm-hmm. And she's been singing a little bit. I mean, that she's been like, kind of like, what are you doing, girl? And now she's like, lean in. You've done it. You've made the mess. It feels a little bit more the tune of Sylvie, the human woman, versus like Sylvie, the boss. Where like yes. clearly Sylvie had like a wild life. Yes, continue. And to. she's like, yeah, and she's like, have have a wild life for sure. And also like, what something they really emphasize this episode is that Emily's time in Paris is temporary. Yes, which I think they, they brought that up a because lot because that wasn't mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't quite as clear in the first season that. I don't think that I know. Maybe it was like, yeah, I'll go for a year. But now they're like, she she's kind of holding on to that. She's like, no, I'm just here. It's all temporary. Don't fall in love. Don't get committed. Yeah. And Sylvie, she goes, oh, Emily, you have the rest of your life to be dull. Yeah. 
something, something, enjoy your time in Paris. And I love that. You have the rest of your life to be well. Doll. And she gets a text. Emily gets a text from Camille. No, Gabrielle saying like, I can't stop thinking about yesterday or whatever. And Camille saying, can we talk? Ooh. And she's eager to talk to Camille. Yeah. And I wrote, we get a Roni moment based on what you've told me of Real Housewives of New York. Because they have a very loaded meal. Yeah. yeah. Is that accurate? Yeah. That's accurate. Where Kemi is like, I forgive you. And Emily's like, oh my gosh, that's great. And Kemi's like, yeah, I think I just know what happened. I think I get it. Like, you know, you thought he was leaving. You thought that we were done. You made a mistake. I wish you'd told me, but mm-hmm. I forgive you. It's that she's so, she's clearly fuming. Yeah. Yeah. Emily's a fool. And it's like, oh yeah, this is great. This is great news. And Kimmy's like, so let's just make a pact. Mm-hmm. Let's make a pact that neither of us will be. Let's just make a little pact. It's just a little pact that women do in their twenties and thirties. Yeah. So she says a pact that neither of us will ever be with Gabrielle. Let's drink on it. And Emily does. Why? Okay. I don't know. Because she's a little. Because I mean, she just promised not to. She was just like, yeah, I should have told you. Minutes. Have you ever made a pact? Have you ever made a pact? Mm, no. Okay, have disloyal. You? Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. And then I think we, we get a really satisfying cut to, to yes. uh, Mindy and Emily doing their like nighttime routine in, <laughs> yeah. in the bathroom. And Mindy's like, a pact? She really, she really gets the satisfying move of saying what the audience is thinking and just being yeah. like, only little girls do that. That's nuts. Why did you do that? That's bizarre. <laughs> And, and then she lets it go because Mindy doesn't take on Emily's bullshit. I think they're yeah. getting ready for the party. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Because Emily's putting some lip balm on. Um, I wrote amazing suit. We get on the boat for the event. Yep. And Julien has a big crush on Benoit. Benoit? Ben- Benoit. Benoit. The guitarist. gay question mark guitarist? Yeah. And Mindy's like, I'm going to introduce you right now. She pulls him over after she does another number. Mm-hmm. Another full number. It's practically a musical. <laughs> this show is practically a musical. And she's like, are you to meet Benoit? Benoit's like, she's like, you know, Julian thinks you're really hot. And Benoit looks at Mindy and goes, well, I think you're really hot. And Mindy's like, wait, what? And then Julian looks really sad. He he acts really well where he's like kind of embarrassed and it's not great. And yeah. then we, we leave it at that. And then guess who comes out of the crowd to meet Emily in a very Audrey Hepburn looking beautiful fit as she stares at the sun but mm-hmm. alfie mm-hmm. i'm like how did alfie get on that boat he was supposed to come 15 minutes before it's a moving Don't remember boat. she yelled at him yeah she's been on the whole time okay lurking in the shadows and they remember have that a part further... from love actually yeah i'll be there looking. hoping to be kissed yeah Oof, nasty little character <laughs> mia <laughs> yeah and they... then they have the little scene yeah but it's just more it's more of the kind of rom-com thing where where it turns out he does have a little romance in him in a way where I'm like, oh, maybe he was wounded. And that's why he's anti-romance because they see the glittering Eiffel Tower and Emily says, you know, I never get tired of this. And he says, oh, but why bother committing to something that can't last? Blah, 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 blah. That resonates with Emily. We get a really like, cute a moment of Mindy and Emily walking home together after the party. But of course, they cannot walk home without seeing Gabrielle. Smoking a cigarette, looking super hot. And Emily's like, I have to do something. Oh, and I love, we we missed, when Mindy has her really satisfying moment earlier and she's like, that pact is so dumb. She also says like, or like Mindy, or Emily says something like it's better for everyone or something. And she's like, no, Gabrielle is collateral, collateral damage, which I really appreciate because yes, he like hasn't been great to Camille, 
he he really hasn't been, but also there's like a lot of finagling between Emily and Camille that like he's not included in. Yeah. Sort of willfully, you know, maybe I'm a little more annoyed at him. He's kind of like not taking a stand and like not being direct and like yeah. not telling Camille like I'm in love with Emily, whatever. But the point is that like then Emily goes up to Gabrielle and is like, he's like, are you here to finish what we started? And she's like, kind of. But she's like, I can't do this. I'm only here for a year. We're a fantasy. Can you even imagine what it would really be like to be together? He's like, we're not a fantasy. And she's like, I can't. And we get a sad techno song to underscore kind of like one of, I would say one of Lily Collins's most capital A acting moments. I thought she was great. Of the series. Yeah, she's, but it's, it was like, it was like a real like speech. She got her little like, re, like it was a speech. Yeah, it was. And I, and the other time she impressed me was, um, <laughs> she's impressed me a lot but <laughs> at the end of the first season with the Gabrielle scene when they're in bed and they're like very Oh, they're yeah. intimate. And I'm like, I really think that they're actually at their best acting wise, both of them, which is, which is a testament to their chemistry, but also the directing yeah. and the writing that like, we're rooting for them in part because that's when we get the best acting or best performances from both of them. Yeah. Bravo, sure. Lucas Bravo. <laughs> and bravo, Lily Collins. Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Calling you in Collins. Bravo, yeah. bravo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sexy. I don't know. I thought it was sexy. It you was, don't seem as convinced. No, it was it wasn't like my top favorite episode. I think that would still be three, probably oh, two or three. three. I think three. Yeah. I think three is my favorite episode. But I, but I really liked it. But I, but I get I really like. No, I did really like it. I haven't. I honestly don't have any qualms. Like I'm really enjoying it, and I just like want to keep eating it up. Me too. It's Delicious. again. It's left me being like, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen next? Yeah, more and more. Episode. I really hope we do get an episode where everybody has sex. <laughs> no. <laughs> Like, who's everybody in this? <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, so Camille and I guess we don't have someone for her yet. But, I mean, ideally a woman. But, like, because I, I, I still really mm-hmm. I still really mm-hmm. want that. Um, Emily and Alfie, Gabrielle and the bartender, Sylvie and the photographer who in this scene is, like, kind of oh, eyeing yeah. her up. And we get, like, a little moment. It's, like, nothing. He's just, like, taking photos of her and she kind of checks him out. I think that's, like, a good – I think that, mm-hmm. like, that's a, there's a lot brewing – Mm-hmm. And I think it would be really fun if it was a bottle episode that was <laughs> a bottle episode in that it's everybody in one space. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to write an orgy bottle episode for Emily? Yeah, Paris? spec script. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what they what they want from new writers. <laughs> oh my gosh! You throw my cards on the table. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I I'm I just want I'm really excited for more. I I think that there's like a really juicy thing going on with Kemi and Emily. I think I also really like how they're setting up. Kemi like feels a little villainous totally. this episode. Yeah, where like she's doing some scheming, mm-hmm. but like you also really can't forget that she was the one who was wronged. Yeah, like I'm not mad at her. Nothing. Not, yeah. I, I'm curious what she could do that would yeah. make me be like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, but it's hard. You can't really hate her because you're like, man, I would, I, I could see myself acting out. Yeah. 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 Never have I ever acted out. Uh, I have. Your, um, your fit right now is very, uh, Nancy Myers. That's it. Yeah, it is. Oh my gosh. You have a gosh. cream, yeah. a cream waffle knit robe. And then and white silk pajamas white with silk pink, pajamas. I mean, with yellow dots. Yeah, <laughs> it's 
Awesome. My Christmas Are you fit. spending Christmas with somebody you're going to try to get engaged with, but then their hijinks will ensue? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope not. Yeah. No, I feel very Nancy Myers. It's because of, because of the luxury of the snow day. The luxury of a snow day. Yeah. Um, I'm really like looking forward to the rest of the season. We this this marks the halfway point, does it not? Ugh, it does. Mm-hmm. That's Sad. a little heartbreaking to me. Sad, for sure. This has to get me through the new year, and then 2022 can be a terror. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to end 2021. Yeah, we're with gonna a end bang. on a high for sure. For sure, a million percent. A million percent. You've been listening to Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, a podcast about Netflix's Emily in Paris. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and share the show with all your EIP-loving, hating, ambivalent friends. We have a new review from S. Salador, my mama, and um, she did this of her own free will. She wanted to leave a review. (laughs) I in no way begged her. The title is hilarious. Five stars. You don't have to be a fan of the show. (laughs) So her. You don't have to be a fan of the show to enjoy this podcast. Smart, observant, and hilarious. Hannah and Nina are engaging hosts as they reflect on the show and their lives and how, if ever, those things intersect. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be back with another episode in a few days, so be sure to subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. Until then. Bonsoir. May you sleep better at night than Emily. Emily.